What's going on? Welcome to a, a Lotus a Football Lotus Football Podcast. We're doing an update from last week. Say who won and say who lost. And we got Wayne here. Yes, We're still down the colonel since he's had his hip surgery. Yep. And he's a, not good. He's good. Had, <laughs> uh, he's had a tough time with it, but. We'll do what we can to get through this one. <laughs> if y'all, if y'all say, if y'all know where the colonel lives, send him a box of KFC. I don't figure he's going to be eating much right now. <laughs> Probably if he not. does, it won't last long. <laughs> you go right through him. But we'll get into the week five recap here. Oh my goodness! Big upset here. What is Houston thinking? Was it really an upset, though? I mean, Seattle's uh, played pretty good. Yeah, and I mean, Danucci's leading the lead again, you know, being the, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And, I, again, I, I figured Houston would, you know, keep on that tall saddle, but I think they're trying some new stuff or something. Well, Silvers went 25 of 47 for 227 yards, one touchdown, and one INT which was better than the Nucci's numbers going 17 to 32, 209 yards, one touchdown and three interceptions off the Houston yeah. defense. And it all comes down to, was the changes worth it? I mean, you know, Nucci three interceptions, that should have, that should have sealed the deal for the Roughnecks there. They should have, mm-hmm. they should have been up there in points right there. Yeah, that, that was a close game. That's the kind of games you want to see. And then you got the Nucci for rushing. My goodness, passing and rushing. <laughs> yeah, the Nucci was a Iron Man this game. Well, yeah. yeah. I, but look, I, is it shocking to you to see the low yards in rushing? Or are you kind of uh, accustomed to it in football nowadays? Uh, I guess because you got some big old guys on the line. Yeah, I mean you're not gonna get a lot of yards unless you're fast and you got some. You got some heat. Uh, Heat behind that when you hit somebody. I've seen somebody talking about running backs, and you know Ezekiel Elliott got let go from the Cowboys or traded. And they were saying, you know, running backs are pretty much over. Oh, yeah. Unless you're like a Derrick Henry or somebody like that that's a big old power back. Uh, you, running yeah, back yeah, game yeah. is going down. Well, yep, that's going straight to passing almost. Doing your little screen passes and getting, you know, a couple yards here and there. Ain't no 24 double power on two anymore. Uh, no. And then the next game, this uh, one was not up lit. No, I figured the Battle Hawks would pull it off against them, but it, they didn't. And this is uh, another close game, 28-20 D.C. over St. Louis. Uh, I'm, gonna you, I'm gonna go in 12 out of 18, 90 yards, no TDs, and no interceptions. I mean, that's not bad. Yeah, uh, but look at Smith running back 218 yards, 23 attempts, and three touchdowns. There was some gap in that St. Louis defense. I mean, you look over at McCarron's in the pass and 22 out of 34, and that's still not bad in my book. 236 yards, two TDs. 
and, a, and, and one interception. Shoo. It, it's amazing. McCarron, that team's good. I mean, they they got a good shot at making it to the end. But it's just working, working together. It's going to come down between them and Seattle, it looks like, towards the home stretch. And if they play like they did against D.C., which D.C.'s a great team, undefeated so far. There's our only undefeated team so far. <laughs> the last one after the previous game we just reviewed. Yep. So, if they play like they did against D.C., can they overcome Seattle? Seattle, and I mean, you got the rough next. I mean, of course, they did play a bad game, but, you know, it's just going to change. <laughs> we'll go on to the next game. Not a shocker here as the toilet bowl. The total ball leads off here. He's biggest 35. Hey, it was – I didn't watch much of it, but uh, it's a close game. Perez looking decent. 20 out of 28, 269 yards, three TDs and no interceptions. Oh, he had an outstanding day. And, of course, look who didn't get to play. You got Dormy went I, 22 with 25. Actually, Lynch played a little bit. Yeah. But Not much. You're looking at your other quarterbacks got better. <laughs> yeah. 256 and, yards and two TDs, no interceptions. That's pretty good. It Was you shocked by the Vegas Vipers winning? No. No. I, I figured they would. Orlando was having too many problems. And do you think I, Orlando wins a game this year? In all honesty, do you think they can pick up that one win against a team that if it may does, not it's play gonna, that hard? It's going to be close to the end of the season. You think in like week seven, eight? Yep. It's going to be very close to the end of the season where, you know, these good teams ain't going to play some of these some of these other guys. You know, the good guys, they're going to start putting in like third string and stuff like that. Or trying the playoff teams, maybe trying new things. Or... Oh, yeah. As we can say, Houston. <laughs> and we'll That's move right. on to, to our next game. The closest one and one that had us, or had me flustered anyway. Oh, my goodness. Cow yeah. slaughter. Oh, my goodness. Cow. Mm. He went 14 and 26, 148 yards, no TDs, and one interception. <laughs> well, Senate went 13 to 19, 97 yards, one touchdown, one out in teeth. Now, besides, you know, but if, you, if I didn't know anything about these teams and you put these two guys beside each other, I would go sitting every time. I mean, that's just better – Better stats. Of course, it's not as many passing yards. But he's got a touchdown and only one interception. And we're sliders, you know, a 14 to 26. My goodness. Slaughter hasn't really lived up to the hype he had in USFL last year, has he? No. And not, not in my book. I mean, which they've been starting other players over him, but. Um, he, he, he's in a slump or something. He needs, I wonder if he's regretting that move to the XFL. He might be going around saying, I hear the fat moon rising. 
Oh, yep. He might be more. I want to go back to New Orleans. <laughs> he comes back down there and get him some crawfish. He wants to go back down to New Orleans. He wants to go join the breakers again. But if you need help, like Slaughter does figuring out his future career path, check out BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com backslash Loaded Sports Network or scan the QR code on your screen for 10% off your first month of online therapy. 10%, everybody. 10% off. I think we can all use a discount in this economy now. Oh, my goodness. Oh, definitely. But I mean, I'm pretty sure. along here to the week six preview. Mm, I wonder who we chose in this game. <laughs> yeah. We might as well just pass over this one. Everybody knows how that was going to go. Well, you got Seattle and Orlando coming on Saturday, March the 25th at 1.30 p.m. Uh, 12.30 a.m. Central on ESPN. I'm, uh, if, if you want to watch a slaughter match, yeah, this is the game. Uh, in per- terms of percentage, just in terms of percentage, what percentage odds do you give Orlando Upset in Seattle. A negative two. <laughs> I say Seattle beat them by 20 points. I don't know if they'll do it that bad, but it ain't going to be pretty. Everybody listening, the coaches called it. Seattle is going to beat them, beat Orlando by 20 points. Watch this going to be the closest game we ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like. Orlando's uh, going to win or something. It's going to be like six to five or something. Yeah. And then in the next game, we got another one that ain't divided. Now, now I can actually say, now this game is actually, it might be a pretty decent game. The Vipers ain't that bad. They, the Vipers have had some. Bad mojo, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, they're not a bad team. Can they beat the Battle Hawks? Yes, they can. But will they? I doubt it. Yeah. But you got to realize the Battle Hawks are, you know, that's a lot of weight on AJ McCarron. You know, <laughs> the good part about this game for Vegas is it's at Vegas. If it was at St. Louis in front of like 30,000 fans or 20 plus thousand fans. I, I just don't see them doing much. Yeah. I mean, and this is coming on at Saturday at 7, so it's a kind of a late game. Hey, this might be a good game to watch right here. This is one of those <coughs> kick back, relax on a Saturday evening deals. And I got a feeling, you know, I'm going to say this is probably going to be a, um, I'm going to say a four-point game. We'll check out the odds and see how close you was here in a minute. I'm going to say, oh, my goodness. Yep, we got the Lone Star State showdown here. So, Renegades and the Brahmas coming on Saturday at 3 p.m. Now, hey, this will be on ABC. Hey. This will be a highly rated game, too, for the XFL because their ratings haven't been doing that good on FX and especially that 9 o'clock start times. Yeah, God, yeah, them late start times. I actually watched a little bit of that last one that came on uh, Sunday. I watched a little bit of it. Shoo. You didn't set up for the whole thing, did you, old man? No, I didn't. 
But hey, that's gonna be the game. Here's gonna be the game. You got the undefeated big D, <laughs> or DC defenders, and then you got the big old Houston Roughnecks. You know, both five and are versus four and one. Both are good teams, you know. Roughnecks had a bad game last week. They're, can they upset and get the win? This is the first time they're playing, right? They yeah. ain't played yet. This is going to be a defensive battle. This will be probably the – now watch them have like a terrible defensive day for both teams. But Oh, yeah. But this is going to be a defensive battle because this is two of the best defenses in the XFL. I hate that it's coming on at 7 o'clock on a Monday, and this is the first time we're going to have a game on a Monday, too. Not a weekend game, not a you know a Friday game, but a Monday. Uh, I wish it would come on a little earlier, maybe 6. Yeah. And y'all got practices on Monday, don't you? No, we ain't got practices on Monday. Of course, it's going to be on FX, too. Yeah. I might get to catch a little bit of this. And if you want to look stylish while you're watching the games, what better way than a coach's corner shirt? Oh yes, yes, always. If you Help if you're me. at a bar with, and a woman, and you're wanting the women to notice you, the coach's corner shirt is where to go. <laughs> and we've got a hundred percent guarantee that if you're watching a game, a team will win if you wear a coach's corner shirt. Guaranteed. It might not At be the team you want to win, but a team will win. It's good mojo for either your team or the other team. We can't decide that. but <laughs> It might not be the team you want to win, but it will be a team. <laughs> there is no ties wearing coaches' corner shirts. <laughs> Unless it's uh, – well, I don't know if any sports has ties anymore. Uh, I, don't know, I know the NFL can, but it's very rare. Yeah. Right, we're going to check out the odds real quick and see how close you was. You were point, half a point off. Half a point off. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Jimmy the Greek, you were only a half a point off on that one. Well, on the first yeah. game, I said about, about 20. You were 10 off on that one. But. Yeah, I was 10 off on that one. Yeah, Seattle's favored over the Guardians 9.5 with a 42.5 point favor, or over under. St. Louis is favored over Vegas 3.5 with a 44.5 over under. Arlington is favored over the Brahmas 3.5 with a 32.5 over under. And Houston is an underdog against D.C. As DC's favorite, two and a half. And that's a, and a that's, forty-one point five over. That, that's the first time they're underdogs. Hey, I can't remember if they was or not in the opening week. I, th- I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think this is the first time they're uh, they're being the underdogs in it. Oh my god! This is their first time or the second time since week one. I think it's the first time because I don't remember ever seeing them underdogs. Now comes the favorite part of our week right here that we oh all enjoy. Goodness. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, that said, uh, in the 
first game, we all took the same, you know, me, the coach, the colonel, Wayne, boss, hockey, catfish, all took roughnecks. We got a big win. Uh, We lost that one. Well, yeah, we all lost that one. My bad. We all got a win, though. (laughs) Nobody won on that one. (laughs) But, hey. We still tied. Yeah. Uh, And the second game, me, the coach, Colonel Wayne and Boss Hog all went to D.C. Defenders, or Big D. And old Catfish is on that McCarran bus. He went to Battle Hawks. That cost him on that one. He got ran over by that bus this week. And I'm just going to go ahead. We, uh, the third game, we all went to Vipers, and, of course, we won. <laughs> I don't think anybody's picked Orlando at least this opening week. If oh, not, yeah. maybe the second week somebody had some faith. Yeah. And then the, the last game, me, the coach, Colonel, and Catfish all took the Renegades were Wayne and Boss Hawk went promise. They couldn't smell what the rock was cooking that day. And I was close to calling that upset. Two points. Man, this is weird. Uh, so, all in all, to sum it all up, I went three and one this week. Colonel went three and one. Uh, Wayne went two and two. Boss Hog went two and two. And Catfish went two and two. And boy, I like seeing them two and two. I just, you know, it helps me catch up. <laughs> and here's this week's picks. Not a lot of variety in the first two. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we all we all went the same. Uh, we all picked the same in the first two games, the third and fourth games. Though we all kind of the, the the last game we definitely went different. <laughs> but uh, the first game we all took the old Sea Dragons. Uh, again, hey, it's gonna be a slaughterhouse. <laughs> uh, second game we all took the Battle Hawks. And, you know, I believe they can do it. Uh, I know they'll do it. But, hey, we just hope to see. Maybe, maybe, you know, I don't know. Vegas can win. It's just if they show up. Uh, The third game, uh, me, the coach, Colonel Wayne, and Catfish all took the Renegades where Boss Hog is going to Brahma's. Man, he, he has got some faith in him. Just too many changes going on with them. Uh, the last game, me, uh, the coach, Wayne, and Catfish all took the big D or DC defenders. Were the Colonel and Boss Hogs taking the Roughnecks? Uh, again, this game right here, I can see it going either way. It's the first time they're playing. Uh, you got an undefeated team to, a, you know, what, 4 and 1 team? Yeah. So five, five and zero and four and one. Yeah, so I mean, this game can go either way. Houston can can beat DC, and DC can beat Houston. So it depends who shows up and who plays. This is going to come down to which teams get the most grit. Yeah, and who makes the good play calls and everything else. But with that, oh, to me, I had to go DC just because it's a DC home game, and they. They have some rowdy things. Yeah, the game being at D.C., I'm going D.C. I'm playing the fan favorite. I'm going to old Beer Snake. <laughs> and what do you think about the turnaround? Dallas and San Antonio played last week, and now they're playing again this week. Yeah. Is that no, not crazy? 
that is. But uh, the total overalls now all together, I'm fifteen and five. The Colonel is sixteen and four. Uh, Wayne is seventeen and three. Most Boss first. <laughs> Boss Hog is fourteen and six, and old Catfish sixteen and four. And like I was talking about earlier, that is not bad for being a league starting mm-hmm. up, picking. Uh, We've had any some amazing luck through the first few weeks. Yeah. Uh, Boss Hog is taking the risk going, going Brahmas. I, yeah, the Brahmas can, but I think there's too much going going on. And they in reality, you and him have tried to pick a few teams for just upset. Yeah, to gain a lead, and if you'd have went with your gut, you could have been even better stats than what you are. Yeah, I mean, it, it's amazing for a startup league. This is, I think, the best start off we've ever had with the startup league picking. Yeah. Now I'm not gonna lie; I was kind of wanting to go see Dragons last week, but I didn't. I, I, I was going. I went. I didn't go with my gut feeling. I went with Roughnecks. Hey, I could have had a, a good. We all rode that bandwagon. Yeah, I was wanting to take him because you know Danucci is a good quarterback and stuff. But hey, who do you think ends up being the best quarterback, him or McCarron? It, it's going to be a tough race. I mean, McCarron's carrying a team. Danucci's got good players. He ain't got to carry the team. Well, the three standout quarterbacks so far to me, the ones that you see the most consistency is Danucci, McCarron, and Silvers. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we ain't far off from the USFL starting up either. Oh, no. It's it's right around the corner. We we less than a month. Yeah. And then we'll get to see our home team. Yeah. But with that, I'll let you handle this one, Coach. All right. You check out our other shows, the High School Yellowhammer Sports Podcast. They cover baseball, they cover basketball, and they cover football. And softball. And softball. My bad. I'm sorry. Uh, You can get on there and uh, check out some episodes with Bruce O'Brien and Bill. And Bill. Can't leave Bill out. Uh, we'll get got, upset if we don't mention him. <laughs> we get a hate mail from him. Yeah. Uh, with that, yeah, of course, you got our spring loaded football. We got all of our episodes on that. And then you got our little shorts, our coach's corner, where we like to have fun and have a good time. Little roster transactions and whatever other news catches are out. Yeah. You can uh, scan the QR code and visit. The LotusSportsNetwork.com for scores and more. So, with that, that about wraps us up for this week. Well, with that said, everybody, thank y'all for watching, listening. Uh, I say it every week like us, love us, share us, tell your friends, tell your aunts, uncles, tell people you don't like about us. But hey, with that said, I salute y'all. Thank y'all. And with that, we out of here.